Just waiting a little bit here for people to come on board if they want. Got a few people who uh, would like this podcast or the principle of it. So we'll see if any of them pop in. It's a little late. <coughs> it's 11-11. Woohoo! Love the ones. So I want to get on here and talk about uh, <clears throat> an article that I recently wrote. Well, not recently. Recently updated, I should say. Um, wrote it back in, I guess that would be late March. Um, it's called The Vaccine of the Healthy happy human immune system and uh, <clears throat> I wrote it because what's up Chris I wrote the article because I seriously thought that there would be a huge like uh, campaign uh, to get us to be afraid of a virus and uh, I knew intuitively, like in my past, I would have said, eh, I just, I'm just going to have to, you know, go along with everything because I know nothing about viruses and uh, vaccines and the like. So I knew going into this uh, when POTUS declared the national emergency, I knew, oh, shit, um, I'm going to write this document, all that I've learned, and I need to put it together in some form that I can share with people. And so I wrote this article and basically pulled, uh, a couple of times I pulled my Facebook uh, following and asked the question, what things can we do to strengthen our immune system? And uh, <clears throat> that, um, Got a bunch of good responses that added a little bit to the knowledge that I already had about things that would strengthen our immune system. So that was cool. And uh, so I wrote that article as soon as I could. Um, within a couple of weeks after he declared that national emergency, shared it as many in as many places as I could. Um, was surprised when people thought that I was what I was talking about was like quackery. Not I was. I guess I was surprised, but not fully surprised. Um, cause I knew, I know where they're coming from. They're coming from the old me who didn't know anything about, um, you know, viruses and pathogens and, um, psychoneuroimmunology and epigenetics and, and, uh, yeah, just, uh, wellness. What does it take to be well? Um, so yeah, I, uh, what's up, Wamp? How you doing? So you, you guys can check out the article. It's in the about. It's in the description. It, it might be linkable. It might not. I'm not certain it's searchable, but I definitely wrote this with love for a lot of people. I recently updated it 
to um, add something that is completely overlooked by most um, modern medicine. Uh, if you know modern medicine is based on germ theory, it says that the, the germ or the pathogen is what causes the illness. Um, they, they kind of ignore the, the, what they call terrain, which is like the environment, the internal environment uh, of the body and the external environment. Like, is it toxic? Is the area that we live toxic? Is the air toxic? Is the water we drink toxic? Um, they kind of negate that for the most part. And so what I found out is is that dehydration causes so many problems in the body. It causes so many things to not work right. Um, even just uh, just our, our thinking, our mood, um, <clears throat> even affects things like uh, the level of ADD that a person with ADD expresses, you know, the level is of, of um, distraught or disconnected thought. It's just all over the place. So I don't know. Um, so yeah, uh, this thing about hydration was, was what um, threw me off initially, like can't possibly be that it's that important, but I kept mentioning this thing about um it's kind of an adage, or I don't know what you call this, but um, they say that we can go <clears throat> uh, about a week without food, a few days, about a few days without water, and only about three to five minutes um, without air. And uh, number one on this list ex it describes the air factor, the oxygen. And number two, now that I realize how essential it is, actually, to immune function is is it if you look at it this way <clears throat> um, when we are dehydrated severely dehydrated our essentially our body is putting out our I should say our immune system is putting out a ton of fires you know you got you got inflammation you've got um, lack of uh, water in the brain where the brain is struggling you're, it's kind of like you know fog you know, your the body's lethargic. Uh, like I said, um, there's inflammation. There's there's blood disorders because your blood's turning like thick. <laughs> your kidneys are are working too hard. Um, your lymphatic system can't drain anything because it's too thick. It's it's really everything. Everything works slower. What's up, Bluebell? Um, everything works. Everything in the body works slower and um, gets inflamed and simply doesn't work properly when we are severely dehydrated, especially when it's chronic. This is sadly, really sadly, that this is, this is completely overlooked by you know, modern medicine, our uh, germ theory <laughs> doctors, our traditional doctors won't first ask us, have you been well, I mean, some of them do. I mean, have you been getting enough water? And like a lot of times when you go into emergency, um, most of the time it's because, well, not all the time, but a lot of times it's because you're dehydrated. Uh, you've been, you know, either you're drunk, who knows? But that seems like every time I've ever been in an emergency, they put me immediately onto a, a, a saline drip <clears throat> to help me rehydrate. And uh, that's pretty essential. 
um, because they know that so many bodily functions respond to water, essentially. You need water with a little bit of salt. Um, in fact, they say that the best water for you, um, if you're not sure, is, um, <clears throat> what do they call that? Distilled water with a little bit of salt, like a pinch of salt, for like, I think, 12 ounces or so, or like a half a teaspoon for a gallon. But anyway, back to the point. When we're dehydrated, especially severely dehydrated, when our pee, our urine is like dark yellow to orange, <clears throat> we are doing our body a huge disservice. And don't let this freak you guys out. Think about, think of this as like, if your piss is dark yellow all the time, or orange, don't let this freak you out. Just think of it as there's a lot of hope for me to heal my body, you know? And uh, <clears throat> this might just be a talk about about <laughs> getting enough water and <laughs> shit. I was gonna go over the, <clears throat> the 21 things, but... Um, <clears throat> it's so essential what I just wrote <clears throat> about today is pretty key. But, um, yeah, so important. It's not that difficult. Um, they have water bottles now. <clears throat> I think they're called, if you look it up on Amazon, it's called tracking water bottles, tracker water bottles. And it has, <clears throat> if you filled up the bottle, imagine that line going down the bottle. And the, the line towards the top is like 9 a.m. <clears throat> and the line towards the bottom is like, I'll just say like 10 p.m. It doesn't work like that. It actually has two lines, one on the left is 9 to 2 p.m., I think, and the other one on the right is lines from, like, I think, whatever it is, like 2 p.m. to to 10 p.m., whatever, or midnight, I forget what it is. But they have tracking water bottles that help you, like, track how much water. So in other words, if it's, if it's, um, if it's 10, or let's say it's 11 a.m., and the 11 a.m. line is, like, halfway down the bottle, let's say, and you haven't drink any water yet, your bottle is going to be full, <clears throat> and uh, your bottle is going to be full, and it's it's just showing you that you need to drink that amount that amount of water down to the 11 a.m. line, essentially. It's just little little nudges. It uses time, the time of day, to help you you know stay on track with drinking enough water, and then you refill the, you refill the water when you get down to the two the 2 p.m. line at the bottom of the bottle. You refill it, and then you go with the lines on the right, which is like 2 p.m. To, to evening. So anyway, that's how that works. Pretty cool. I'm thinking about getting one myself. But um, so that's number two, hugely important. But almost like more important than that is number one. I only said that because that's what I recently added to the to the article today. You guys can check this out in the about section of the live podcast of this live podcast so number one is essentially just i'm just going to go simple with these I, I can go into detail about it later um but number one is essentially nasal breathing it's just breathing through your nose uh quite literally uh as simple as that um switching to from a a heavy breathing stressed style um like a, a what shall i say a a rapid 
respiratory rate, like where you're breathing quickly, uh, rapidly. <clears throat> when we're breathing rapidly, if you can imagine, um, like we're sipping air, okay? So if you can imagine your lungs as a two-liter bottle of Coke, okay, that's your lung. If you imagine you're sipping air, you can take you can take 20 sips of air. <clears throat> okay, let's just do this. Imagine the first, let's say, quarter of the two-liter bottle. The first, the top quarter of it um, is dead space. That's the part of your lungs that go. That's from the mouth through the trachea. Uh, bronchioles before it even gets to the lung where it actually exchanges gas and, and helps you out, right? Gets oxygen into your body. Before that, the air even gets there, that whole dead space, nothing happens, really. I mean, you don't, you're, the new air, that the fresh air that you breathe in through your mouth or your nose isn't actually getting to your lungs until it gets to your lungs. And in other words, it's not become, it's not t getting taken up as oxygen until it gets to your lungs. So, so if, if you, if we take a lot of short breaths out of stress, and that's one of the main um, factors in this whole article is stress. But if we are stressed out and we're drinking, we're sipping, I should say, air, like little small breaths of air out of stress, we are we are bringing air into that water bottle or that, that two liter Coke bottle. We're bringing air into it. We're just barely getting past that first quarter, the top quarter of the, of the bottle. If you can imagine that we're just barely getting past that. And, uh, so, you know, you get a little bit that's actually going into the lungs, fresh air get going into the lungs. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, Chris, uh, I'm not saying that germ theory doesn't exist. Of course it exists. It's been propagated all over the world, you know, doctors are ger germ theorists, whether they really know it or not, they're just, that's what they practice. Um, and myself, uh, terrain theorists, I guess, I mean, it's the closest uh, approximation. But anyway, so when we're breathing, we are, we're literally sipping air if we're stressed um, versus Breathing through the nose, which slows naturally slows down the air uh, that we breathe, um, and uh, gives us a, like a little bit slower of a respiratory rate. So, not only that, when we breathe through our nose, it goes. You can you can test this out yourself. If you put your if you put one hand on your belly, and one one hand on your lower chest, right, and when you breathe in. When you breathe in through your nose, you'll see, you'll feel your stomach area extend out. And when you breathe in through your mouth, you'll see, you'll feel your chest expand. And so it's like our physiology, the, the way our body is set up is kind of magical like that. It literally knows that when we, when we switch to breathing through our nose, the air literally somehow goes into our lower our lower like di diaphragm like the lower lung and when we breathe through our mouth it goes into the chest and so where 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 we want it to go is essentially into the lower lung because that's the part that's that's not utilized as much i mean best case scenario you you're, you're taking a deep breath and it's going into the lower lung first through the nose 
and then filling up your upper lung. <clears throat> so, really cool shit. Um, so, basically, there's a thing called dead space when we breathe in air. And we want to breathe in, let's say we take 20 sips of air, right, versus 10 slower, deeper breaths. When we, when we do 20 sips of air, we're getting a smaller percentage of air actually exchanged in the lungs because it barely, it just makes it past the dead space. So the goal is, is to instead get 10 deeper breaths of air to get more of the air, the fresh air coming in past the dead space and into the lungs for gas exchange. So those 10 breaths, same amount of air coming in, right? Versus the 20 shorter breaths, same amount of air. If you, if you multiply it, like, let's say, you know, 20, 20 times five, like, let's say 250 mil versus 10 times 500 mil. Either way, you get the same, you get the same like outcome, uh, minute volume of air, <clears throat> they call it. The difference is, is that with the deeper breath, you actually had more gas exchange. Forget the actual percentage, but the idea is, is that when we're breathing through our nose, we're naturally breathing. Great. I'm glad you know more than me, Chris. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so, so yeah, just generally breathing through the nose slows the air down. Um, if we do nothing more than just recognize and, and be mindful of breathing through our nose as often as we possibly can and checking ourselves when we're, when we're breathing through our mouth. Look, if you're running from a bear, of course you're going to be breathing through your mouth. But you want to be breathing through your nose as, as, as long as you can because uh, nose breathing actually helps um, uptake more oxygen into your body because <clears throat> it allows a little bit more carbon dioxide to build up and that's what allows um, more oxygen to be offloaded to the tissues and cells where where we need it, especially the muscle tissue when we're running from that bear. So the longer we can go, you know, breathing through our mouth or breathing through our nose when we're running, um, the better we're going to be able to oxygenate our body. Um, we, we, we really kind of hit the wall once we start breathing through our mouth because we huff out all of our carbon dioxide and we need that carbon dioxide to, to offload oxygen to our cells. So, hypertaxia is overdone. I'm not familiar with hi hypertaxia. Are you sure that's the right spelling? I know there's hypercapnia, hypocapnia. So anyway, that's essentially number one, um, proper breathing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I hate that. My my my, uh, my phone is sometimes drink as well. <laughs> the autocorrect is doing weird shit sometimes. But um, yeah. So so the main thing about number one is essentially. Um, recognizing that stress causes um, more shallow breathing and the shallow breathing doesn't 
allow us to exchange as much gas, so to speak. It, less of the oxygen coming in to the body gets uh, transmitted or offloaded to the tissues and cells of the body because of that dead space. That's why we want to breathe a little bit deeper. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. Keyboard, that helps. <laughs> yeah, these uh, these phones don't do too well for, for uh, properly spelled words. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go through the rest of the list real quick because I didn't think I had that much time tonight. Um, I knew it was, it's a long, it's a fairly long list. I'm going to bring up the list so I have it in front of me. Hopefully you can still hear me. Otherwise, I'm going to be, going to be talking to the wall through most of this. <laughs> Again, the article, the full article with all the descriptions are on, is on Medium. It's in the About section, if you're able to click on it. It's in the About section of this um, live podcast. But I'm going to come back. I'm going to be on another screen on my phone, but I'll check back from time to time to the, like, after each one that I read or that I talk about. Um, uh, let's see. like it didn't update to the newest version. Let me go to my stories. This should be the most current one. Yeah, that's so weird. It's like it didn't get updated yet. It's kind of odd. I'm just gonna go to it on Facebook real quick. Bear with me. I mean, meanwhile, you guys can go and read the art, some of the article yourself. I recently posted it on Facebook. Maybe from a different link. <clears throat> It's so weird. It's like it disappeared. The whole part about water hydration. So it's like it did. Well, it is what it is, I guess. Gonna roll through the rest of this. Uh, relaxation and happiness. Um, essentially, doing more stress relieving activities, things that make us happy, trigger the relaxation response. And uh, when that happens in the body, it allows our immune system now void of the stress <clears throat> that was inhibiting it 
pick back up its sword and shield to get back in the fight of keeping pathogens from proliferating and overrunning our body. That's pretty huge. Because when we're relaxed, we literally, um, like our whole physiology changes. And uh, super important to uh, getting our immune system to not be putting out fires. I don't know if I thought, I might have gotten interrupted before, but you know, when we're dehydrated, the immune system is putting out so many fires caused by or triggered by the dehydration, especially severe dehydration, uh, that, that if we were to get a virus or something like this at that time, while we were severely dehydrated, um, we would um, not be able to easily fend off the virus because, you know, the, the body, the body's immune system is tackling fire after fire after fire caused by a lack of um, hydration. So really cool shit. When we relax, um, our immune system is, is in a better place. Um, essentially, if you get colds often, it is an indicator that your immune system is struggling and could desperately, desperately use a little relaxation to keep it strong. Byproduct being more contentment and happiness. And who doesn't want that? I'm not going to number these because for some reason the numbering is off because it's, uh, I don't know what, which one everybody's looking at. Uh, I know which one I posted today, but for some reason there's a disconnect there. I don't know why. Okay. Next is chronic, uh, chronic stress reducing life changes. Um, getting help from a therapist or life coach if needed, um, identifying and removing or at least reducing the stressors in our life is one of the most critical, critically important self-loving things we can do for our immune system and our well-being. Uh, next one is forgiveness, forgiving others and ourselves for anything that causes us to stay in anger, resentment, hate, disappointment, etc. is another essential way to help, uh, another essential way to reduce the stress response and induce the relaxation response to flip that switch. It has been said that forgiveness is like setting the caged bird free and realizing that you were that caged bird. Next one is sufficient sleep. Um, there's a pretty broad agreement that getting at least seven to, eight hour, seven to eight hours of sleep daily is a sufficient time for the body and immune system to replenish itself. Number six, I'm gonna check the chat real quick. In case anybody else comments. Number six, exercise. There's a there's also a broad agreement that exercising for at least 20 to 30 minutes a day is good for our overall health. Among other things, it increases feel-good endorphins, increases blood circulation to more extents of the body, and, sim and simultaneously 
activates our lymphatic system to remove waste and toxins from the body. T cell production goes up and, and a host of other beneficial things happen when we get our heart rate up for a good cardiovascular exercise. Uh, number seven, well, in this that I'm reading, number seven, it could be different when you read it. <clears throat> to my knowledge, it's, it's impossible. It's called, it's laughter. Um, to my knowledge, it's impossible to get too much laughter. Here's an article of a running list of videos and memes that, to make us laugh. But if you're on any social media platform, social meme platform, here's hoping you have uh, friends that share these every day. Just found a typo, I think. Uh, next is improving our diet. Eating a good balance of fruits and vegetables is broadly accepted as a great way to boost our immune system. Dark leafy greens like spinach and kale and dark red berries like cherries, blueberries, and blackberries, for instance, are all antioxidant-rich, nutrient-dense things we can eat that help boost and moderate the response of the immune system. To stay smart and balanced, preventing chronic inflammation, which is the result of an over or failed immune response. Next is key vitamins and minerals. Um, we need to make sure to get our recommended, our recommended daily values of vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, magnesium, vitamin E, and calcium. Preferably through foods rich in them that you can incorporate into your meals as they are all essential for the function of our immune system. Getting enough vitamin D, preferably naturally from the sun to help our body uptake calcium, which is essential for immune T cell or pathogen killer cell activation. Um, let's see here. Uh, do a daily five to 30 minute noontime activity on sunny days in t-shirt and shorts without a hat, think face, arms, and legs for a minimum of, two, minimum of two days a week, weather permitting. It's important to note that whether getting vitamin D from the sun, food, or a supplement, magnesium is essential to the body's ability to uptake and use vitamin D. Something to think about. I'm gonna check the chat real quick. Don't know who else listening, or if I'm even being heard when I switch over. I guess I'll find out after the fact. Yeah, I just thought I'd get on here and talk. Um, today was the day. Intermittent fasting. I could not write an article about the immune system without mentioning intermittent fasting and its ability, as with the Wim Hof method in number one, to reset our immune system and regenerate more <coughs> and new immune cells especially after we break a fast by switching back from using the fat stores in our body for energy to food. It is also a great tool to shrink tumors and heal from cancer, especially after a chemo or radiation therapy, which should, should tell us something. Next is be in nature. Get out and sit, walk, run, bike, meditate, etc., etc., in nature. Next is stop or reduce intake of news. I know this is hard to, I know this may be hard to conceive of or do, especially during a pandemic, 
where we think we might miss something important. But the reality is that much of the stories on the news are stress, anxiety, fear inducing, especially since at least at least currently there is very little break or reprieve from news about the pandemic. This chronic triggering of our fight or flight response, stress response has a direct negative effect on our immune system, especially when we allow our, ourselves to watch it for hours at a time. Next is be social. Talk on your phone. Use your smartphone for what it was originally designed for, conversation with those you love, who make you feel good, to stay connected and sane. Unless it's with that uncle or friend that calls and or comes over nearly every day complaining about life and telling you all about the negative, fear-inducing things happening in the world from the news, then maybe you might want to find a way to limit exposure to that person or persons. Perhaps now is the time to finally have that difficult, important conversation. Good thing is, now you can blame it on your immune system. Wink, wink. Gratitude. Immediately after waking up, think of all the experiences and people you are grateful for. Refrain from immediately checking your phone to see what you've missed. Number, well, I won't say the number. <laughs> it's going to be confusing, potentially, because I, I inserted uh, one. Uh, I in, inserted the one about um, hydration, where number two was. So everything got bumped. Uh, next one is relaxing music. Play something relaxing or feel good music. Play some relaxing or feel good music. Uh, you know what song or album reminds you of a wonderful time in your life. And that music that gets you moving, that gets you dancing or singing in the shower, that music. Happy mirror neurons is the next one. Get your happy mirror neurons firing. At this time, we can all at least watch, uh, since we're at home and we're not able to go out, we can at least watch others give or receive hugs. Their smiles make us smile. Their hug triggers the mirror neurons and the hormone oxytocin that makes us feel, makes us feel like we just got a hug. Here's a YouTube playlist of videos from all around the world that I had already put together from the years I have been offering free hugs. That's in the article. If you get to it um, from the about on the, this live cast, live podcast, check the live here. True that, gratitude is a must, for sure. All right, let me continue. Next is cultivating self-love. Like any skill, self-love can and will get easier and more effortless with time and practice. This could be as simple as smiling, drinking enough water to stay hydrated, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, number two on the list essentially what I first talked about. Uh, let's see, taking even just a few deep breaths to reduce stress whenever you feel anxious or going back to this list and incorporating as many things as you reasonably can into your daily routine to stay happy and well. Okay. Okay. 
Next is mindfulness meditation, uh, especially now intentional or mindful meditation on love, going beyond ourselves to our loved ones and beyond is incredibly helpful to our immune system as it induces the relaxation response in your own body. And if you believe in the possibility, the bodies and minds of the people you can imagine or hold in your conscious awareness. Next is watching relaxing videos of nature. This originally I thought was the last one, but apparently not. Um, I know first and last is usually the most impactful on any list, but um, close to the last. This is really huge. This is one of the reasons why I wrote this originally. Not this. There was another article I wrote about um, hypoxia and how our breathing affects our health. Um, I was stressed out that day. I decided to watch some videos because I used to be a drone pilot. Um, I decided to watch some videos about um, nature, like from a drone. And it was really relaxing. And I noticed that, like, my stress, like, was going down. And I noticed that my, I was, I'm like, what's changed? And it was my breathing. My breathing was uh, more uh, full, more deep. Um, it wasn't shallow and stressed. And I went down the rabbit hole and found out that, um, that when we're stressed, we breathe um, shallowly. And we don't get, we don't uptake enough oxygen. We just simply don't get enough. Um, and we don't, well we, well, we retain enough carbon dioxide, which would help the oxygen diffuse to the, to the cells and tissues of the body, but we don't get enough oxygen. So what happens is our body becomes more acidic. And that's not a good thing. When we have chronic acidity, um, a, lot of, a lot of things shut down. Uh, and don't work right just as just as well as just the same as if we were to be chronically dehydrated and we're always dehydrated you pair those two things together high stress and chronic dehydration it's kind of a recipe for disaster and it's as simple as fixed it's just breathing you know deeper through the nose checking ourselves when we're breathing shallow and simply drinking enough water you know, it's not, not rocket science. This whole thing about keeping our body well, it's really not that much of a, it's not that complicated. It might, it might seem complicated that we need a doctor to fix us, but really it's not that complicated. Um, let's see, watching relaxing videos of nature. I have a link to that in the article. If you guys want to check it out, I made a playlist called Nature Relaxation. No, that's Nature Relaxation Films. I actually linked to the company who makes these relaxation films on YouTube. And that's pretty impactful, but I also made a playlist. I just don't think I linked to it here. Um, yeah, that's so weird. I've got an old version of the website that is frozen and hasn't updated. It's so weird. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. I don't know. But, um, all right, that was pretty much it, guys. I believe I don't need, I don't need to read the rest per se. Let me just see here. Immune system empowering list to be continued. Send any immune system boosting suggestions to the message in a bottle contact. 
from my uh, form on my website, uh, consciousriver.com. That's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S river.com. Um, more helpful videos, voices of reason, and an immediate stress-relieving deep breathing technique is below. Essentially, if the health and longevity of the human body was like an automobile, automobile engine, happiness would be oil, fear would be sand. We don't want fear running in our engine. We want happiness. We want our uh, engine to be lubricated. Uh, we beat this pandemic together by us all filling up with happiness as much as we can every day. Does anybody have any questions? I don't know exactly who's who's all still in here. I'm not sure of that. I'm kind of new to this whole Podbean live streaming. So I might be able to do a little bit better in the future, but I just wanted to jump in here and... Uh, Go down that list for you guys. So you could start putting this stuff into practice sooner than later. All right, let me just see here. Yeah, I think I'm going to just generally come on here from time to time. If I have something to share, uh, I'll do another uh, wellness campfire. And uh, anyone who wants to call in can call in. We can talk about stuff. And in the future, I'd like to have um, people that I know who might want to join and chat for a little bit. Sorry, guys. It's it's kind of late now. So, uh, yeah, in the future, I might have some people come on and uh, call in. You know, either someone like Chris that came in this evening that seemed to know a lot about this have them call in. Um, I'm going to have to look that up. They mentioned bronchial absorb, probably absorption um, and volume displacement. There are a couple of terms there that I don't remember reading. So, yeah, I hope you guys all had a great day. Um, until the next one, uh, follow this on podcast follow the school of wellness on podcast on any podcast platform and uh yeah until the next one bye for now guys love y'all